0: A day and welcome to another episode of Live Till 5. It's 3 or 04 p.m. on Friday, January 26th. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin, and it is episode 250. 250 episodes of Live Till 5. That's about 750 hours of live local talk and variety programming over the past five years. Glad to have you with us today on this Friday, January 26th. Broadcasting high top the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio, KHMG, 88.1 FM. A ministry of Harvest Baptist Church, servicing all the different aspects of Harvest Ministries here. We have Harvest Christian Academy, Harvest Baptist Bible College, Harvest House, Foster Care Ministry, Harvest Baptist Church, of course. The Hub, Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop and Bookstore. Glad to be part of that team. If you ever miss part of the show, you can tune in Saturdays from noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. when we rebroadcast the show in its entirety. So catch us on The Rebound, Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. You can also download the podcast khmg.org. That's khmg.org. Download the podcast to this show and many other great shows that are produced here at the Harvest Family Radio Studios. Also, let us know you're listening. Through our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam, we love to hear from you. As a matter of fact, we heard from some folks last week. Right after, right after we we uploaded the podcast, we got the nicest note from the most unlikely of places, Wells, Vermont. Wells, Vermont. We have people listening in Wells, Vermont. So half a day to you, Lee and Kristen in Wells, Vermont so just to give a summary to the rest of our listeners of what this note said Lee told told us that not only does she really enjoy live till five but they listen to it while doing some of the most unexpected things for example while they're culturing yogurt uh, while they're milking the cows and sometimes while they're training the horses out in the out in the uh corral there i'm not sure what they call it training area but so hey we're glad you're listening to us and uh, lee actually used to work up here years ago and her son worked here the original this day in history was with zach thompson and lee was uh his mom and she asked about the name of the hub we call our coffee shop the hub now it's still technically it's legal given name on its birth certificate is Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop and Bookstore. But as an abbreviation, it is the Hebrews Coffee Shop, the Uniform Store, and the Bookstore. So we call it the Hub as well. So interchangeably, interchangeable, both of them are the same. But thank you so much for uh, letting us know that you're listening. We appreciate it, and we love to hear from any of our listeners. And this being our 250th episode, we've got a lot of nice feedback over the years, uh, after different episodes, sometimes I'll get texts right during the show, for example. And sometimes people will bump into me as we're out and about uh, throughout the week. People just say, hey, I heard the show, or oh, I really like that part, or what did you mean by that? Um, so we had we just love doing this show, and we love spending this two hours with you, the listening audience. Maybe you're listening on the radio dial, 88.1 FM, down there at the bottom left-hand side of the dial, Uh, right here on Guam. You can also listen online. You don't have to have a radio to listen to the radio. You can listen to our live stream in real time through khmg.org. You can also download various apps. There are a number of apps out there that you can download that will allow you to listen to our live stream through your smartphone or your tablet or your computer. And you can find all that on khmg.org. So a few public service announcements before I continue on. Number one, not trying to brag, but we do want to recognize some students from Harvest Christian Academy that won the Young Artist Competition. So the Young Artist Competition winners, this is submitted to me by Kelly Schlarb, the uh, head of some of our different music programs here at Harvest. And basically, second and third place in the elementary division were won by Harvest Students. Uh, now, I might not say their names exactly right, so please forgive me, but it's the thought that counts. Second place in the elementary division went to Minsuk Kim, and third place went to Claire H. Yee. So Minsuk Kim won in piano, second place, and then Claire Yi won in violin, third place. In the junior division, second place went to Sebastian Castro on piano. So congratulations and good job to those students from Harvest Christian Academy and really all the students on Guam that won the uh, Young Artist Competition. Uh, But the Harvest kids really wanted to make sure we highlighted that. Also, there is a rally for life uh, titled Love Saves Lives, Sunday, January 28th. This Sunday, 1.30 p.m. down at Paseo Stadium. And there are different speakers, uh, local politicians and leaders basically pro-life leaders. 1.30 p.m., all the speaking and entertainment is going to be happening there at Paseo 245. There's going to be a friendly march to the legislative building, and they're going to close the program there. And basically, it's a it's a pro-life rally to commemorate the 45th anniversary of the Supreme Court of the United States uh, ruling Roe versus Wade. And then also... They're going, they're going to have some inspiring speakers that will help strengthen your resolve to advocate for the unborn. And then uh, I believe there's some, some big news coming as far as uh, different, different efforts that people are making here on Guam to uh, help end the terrible act of abortion. So it, last weekend, last Sunday was Pro-Life Sunday or uh, Right to Life Sunday for many churches across America and around the world. Harvest participated in that, and I had told the organizers of this Rally for Life, Love Saves Life for January 28th at Paseo, I told them that I would mention that on the show today. So there you go. I hope some of you can make it to that. January is a busy month. There are a number of observances in January, including Thyroid Disease Awareness Month. Uh, Let's see here. Tubers and Dried Fruit Month. That's interesting. Walk Your Pet Month, Worldwide Rising Star Month, and then there are some weekly observances or weekend observances, including the Carnival of Venice is the 27th through February 13th, so that starts tomorrow. Catholic Schools Week is the 28th through February 3rd. International Circus Festival of Monte Carlo, the 18th through the 28th, so that ends this weekend. National Cowboy Poetry Gathering Week. This is a fascinating thing. It starts on the 29th, goes through February 3rd. It, cowboy poetry is amazing. I And I'm not a cowboy, and I'm not a poet, but you put those two things together, it's pretty amazing. These, these cowboy poets are geniuses, and just the way they deliver their poetry is genius as well. And so, Cowboy Poetry Week, maybe you can keep an eye on that on social media and forward me a link to something you see about that. National Meat Week, 28th through February 3rd. Goes along great with cowboy poetry. Rolex 24 at Daytona is the 27th and 28th. Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota's Winter Carnival, the 26th today through February 5th. Sundance Film Festival in Park City, Utah, 18th through the 28th. Tax Identity Theft Week, 29th of January through February 2nd. And the U.S. Snow Sculpting Week is January 31st through February 3rd. Something we don't have to worry about here on Guam. Unless you accidentally leave the freezer door open where the ice cream's at at the grocery store, then you get lots of this snow forming. Now, for special daily observances, here we go. The 26th today is Australia Day. It's also Dental Drill Appreciation Day. I I don't know... Why? We should ask Sebastian when he comes back from his recovery. He's convalescing. He got four wisdom teeth pulled. And uh, we'll ask him if if there's any dental appreciation left in him at all. But Dental Drill Appreciation Day is today. International Customs Day. Uh, Let's see. International or National Big Wig Day. Fun at Work Day. Peanut Brittle. I thought we already had a peanut brittle day. Maybe there's two peanut brittle days. Pistachio Day. Preschool Fitness, Spouse's Day, and Toad Hollow Day of Encouragement. Tomorrow is the uh, American Fancy Rat and Mouse Association Fancy Rat and Mouse Day. I remember reading this last year. Fancy rats and mice. These are pets. And there's actually an organization that people can join to meet other people who keep rats as pets. Not to feed to your pet python, which is another strange breed of pet owners. Anyway, it's also Auschwitz Liberation Day, Chocolate Cake Day, Holocaust Memorial Day in the UK, International Day of Commemoration in Memory of the Victims of the Holocaust, Local Quilt Shop Day, National Geographic Day, Seed Swap Day, Punch the Clock Day, uh, Vietnam Peace Day, tomorrow or uh, sunday sunday sorry that was tomorrow sunday's the pro bowl it's also krista mccullough day you know she passed away in the the uh, loss of the space shuttle daisy day grammy awards national bible sunday national blueberry pancake day national data privacy day kazoo day rattlesnake roundup and uh, thank a plug-in developer day hmm oh and world leprosy day Weird pairing there. Uh, 29th, Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day, Curmudgeons Day, Free Thinkers Day, Kansas Day, National Carnation Day, National Corn Chip Day, Puzzle Day, Seeing Eye Guide Dog Birthday, and Thomas Payne Day. The 30th, Croissant Day, National Inane Answering Message Day. That's Those things are going away. This is not even going to be an observance pretty soon. Uh, let's see. School Day of Nonviolence and Peace. And then 31st is Appreciate Your Social Security Check Day, Backwards Day, Brandy Alexander Day, Inspire Your Heart with the Arts Day, and Street Children's Day. So there you go. Those are all different things happening in January. And I also got a few things from Bob the Librarian. Now Bob actually provided that list to me as well. He gives me my monthly list. So I expect in just a few days to get the February is list. But he also sends me this list on Fridays, that is the fact site, which is a something that he is connected to through uh, his library, all his little library connections there. And this fact site, Throwback Thursday, so this is actually a day old, but it's kind of like this week in history, I call it. For example, according to uh, the fact site, This week in history, 1533, King Henry VIII married Anne Boleyn after the Archbishop of Canterbury granted him a divorce from Catherine of Aragon. Since the Pope had refused to annul the marriage, Henry VIII pushed an act through Parliament that forced a break between England and the Catholic Church. This resulted in the formation of the Church of England. Let's see here. In 1817, the opera Les well, it's just Cinderella. Let's just say it in English. Cinderella, composed by Rossini, premiered at the Teatro Val in Rome, Italy. In this version, there is an evil stepfather instead of a stepmother, and a wise royal counselor instead of a fairy godmother. Hmm. Let's see here. What else? Um, uh, yeah, here we go. In 1890, journalist Nellie Bly returned in New Jersey after an around-the-world journey in a record-breaking 72 days, 6 hours, and 10 minutes. She was reporting a story on the novel Around the World in 80 Days and decided to beat uh, that travel time. That's interesting. 1912, Antarctic explorer Raoul Amundsen and his crew of four men returned to base camp after successfully reaching the South Pole. They were the first people to achieve their goal. Uh, The journey took 99 days and covered over 1,800 miles. So... The journalist Nellie Bly made it all the way around the world quicker than uh, Amundsen's crew made it to the South Pole. Very interesting, and a number of other things here. Steve Prefontaine was born this week in 1951. Uh, let's see here, and then let's uh, let's Salvador Dali and Mary Tyler Moore both died in this week in history. 1972, we'll wrap it up with this. During the Vietnam War, President Richard Nixon announced the existence of secret talks between Secretary of State Henry Kissinger and the North Vietnamese lead negotiator. He also revealed a softening in the American position. This was well-received by Americans and leading communist powers. So a lot has happened this day, this week, and this month in history. I want to take a short break. When when we're on break, what you're going to be hearing is harvest highlights which is just a great little interview program we have with students some people it's their very favorite thing to hear every day so we don't want you to miss today's harvest highlights and some hca students then we'll be back lawrence nangas will be here with this day in history we'll play a little what's in my coffee and our topic of the day 250 because this is episode 250 friday january 26 3:19 p.m i'm jared baldwin your host stick around for more live till five after this We're back with a little more Live Till 5 on this Friday, January 26th, 3.28 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios, episode 250, and we've been getting some congratulatory niceties from some of our friends that are listeners, regular listeners, including good friend Dustin. You guys would recognize his son, Troy. Troy. Just wanted to let you know, congratulations on number 250. Congratulations to all involved. Thank you, Dustin, appreciate that. Also, my wife sent me a congratulations, which I do appreciate. Jeremy Wendell, chief barista in charge of The Hub, wanted me to let everyone know that they are having an Eagles School Spirit Special at The Hub. They have, you know they have apparel down there. They have a lot of school, school-related apparel, eagles gear. They have some really cool hats, which we've talked about extensively here. They have dad caps. And they have flat bill snapback black-on-black Eagles hats. Well, they have a combo right now. You can get an Eagles shirt and a hat. 30 bucks. What a deal. That's actually a very good deal. That's basically like getting the shirt for free. So swing by because next week next Friday is blue and gold day during spirit days and uh if you're sporting some snappy new eagle gear you'll be the all the rage the talk of the town the bell of the ball you'll be the cherry on top of the Sunday yeah get your shirt and hat combo thirty dollars down there tell Jeremy you heard about it here on live till 5. Then he'll know all those free drinks are not in vain. I think we're going to get free drinks for life just because of that one delivery driver that walked into the hub three years ago and said, hey, I just heard on the radio, and then they ordered the drink that we had mentioned. Well, that kind of vindicated years and years, 250 free drinks. Whoa, now I think about that, maybe I don't even reveal this. Hopefully Jeremy's not listening. 250 episodes. We've gotten free drinks for basically every episode, and we average about four free drinks times 250. That's 1,000 drinks. And each drink averages around $4, let's say. So we've gotten about $4,000 in tasty treats from the Hub. What a deal. I wonder if I have to file that on my taxes. Wait, don't tell me. Just don't tell me. And don't tell Jeremy. So, anyway, happy 250th episode to us. We've been doing this a long time, and uh, we're blessed by it. Every time we do it, we enjoy it thoroughly. Thank you to all the kind words that are coming in from all of our faithful listeners. And we just have a good time doing this. This is our live local Talk and Variety program, broadcasting right here from KHMG Studios to our listening audience all over Guam and really around the world. And uh, we want to make sure that you have access to it. That's why we put it up in podcast form on our website khmg.org, khmg.org, and then we rebroadcast on Saturdays from noon to two and Sunday nights from seven to nine p.m. Because if you're driving home from church or you're running errands or you're on your way to a soccer game or heading out to the grocery store or heading home from work, you can just turn on the radio, catch a little bit of the show, and uh, you can catch it three different times. So. I usually listen to myself on the drive home from Sunday Night Church. And my normal response is, oh, I don't remember saying it that way. But anyway, that's the perils of live radio, I guess. But we have this little segment here that some people seem to enjoy. I call it Happy Little Accidents. I get the majority of the information from a book called Accidents May Happen, 50 Inventions Discovered by Mistake by Charlotte Foltz-Jones. The book was provided by Helen, one of our faithful listeners, and today's happy little accident. Vinegar. Say the word vinegar and you're almost speaking French. Vinegar comes from French. Vin is French for wine, and aigrir is sour. That's exactly what vinegar is, sour wine. Historians say that about 10,000 years ago, someone's wine was accidentally left standing too long and went sour. The result? vinegar. The vinegar, was the vinegar that we buy in stores today is a result of experimenting and controlled processes. However, the basic formula for making vinegar is simple. Step one, yeast changes natural sugars into alcohol in a process called fermentation. This is what makes it wine. Fruits, vegetables, beer can be used to make the alcoholic liquid required for the first step in making vinegar. Step two, bacteria. Can you believe it? You have to add bacteria to stuff. Bacteria acts on the alcohol, changing it into an acid. This process is called secondary fermentation or acid fermentation. The wine or other alcoholic beverage is simply exposed to air for a certain time. We usually think of using vinegar as salad dressing for pickles and things, but history says vinegar has been used for medicine for centuries. About 400 BC, Hippocrates, the man who is called the father of medicine, prescribed vinegar to his patients. Through the centuries, doctors recommended vinegar for skin disorders and lung ailments as an inhalant, and for sprains, fever, and even internal bleeding. Roman soldiers put vinegar on their in their drinking water to purify it. According to the Vinegar Institute in Atlanta, Hannibal crossed the Alps using vinegar. He heated boulders and then doused them with vinegar, which caused the large rocks to crack and crumble. Throughout history, the most important use of vinegar has been as a food preservative. Refrigerators... Weren't in, uh, were not invented less than 100 years ago. Before that time, food was preserved by drying, salting, or pickling. And the most important pickling solution was always vinegar. Today, many people still use vinegar to soothe sunburn, as a stain remover, household cleaner, weed killer, rust cutter, and of course, as a cooking ingredient. There is even vinegar in butter rum Lifesavers candy. Who would have thought? And a close cousin to vinegar... Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire, 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 that sauce that everyone puts as an ingredient in other sauces, 1823, two chemists open the shop in Worcester, England, now that's how they say it in Massachusetts, by Worcester, but in England they call it Worcester. but it's Worcester, Worcester, England, John Lee, William Perrins, of the Lee and Perrins, Called their establishment Lee and Parents. The store was similar to today's American drugstore. One day, a nobleman called Lord, uh, called Lord Sandy's came into the shop. He had been in India and asked the chemist to make up a recipe that he brought back from Bengal. Mr. Lee and Mr. Parents prepared Lord Sandy's sauce, poured it into jars, making a little extra for themselves. When they tasted the sauce, they thought it was terrible. Probably since it was already in jars, they didn't throw the stuff out but took the jars to the cellar and forgot about them. Sometime later, they rediscovered the jars by now coated with dust. Before throwing them out, Mr. Lee and Mr. Parents tasted the sauce once again. It was wonderful. The liquid had aged and matured. The sauce that had almost been garbage quickly gained a reputation and was sold all over the world as Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce, there you go. So Worcestershire sauce, is the sauce. Worcester or Worcester? is the place. So just to get it right there. And it's kind of a close kissing cousin there to vinegar. And those are our happy little accidents for today. Some might say this whole show is a happy little accident sometimes, but we like to think of it as our own and uh, we enjoy it thoroughly. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we've got A lot of fun in store. Got a whole stack of stuff here. 250 is the theme today because it's our 250th episode. You're listening to it right here on Live Till 5, January 26th, 336 p.m. I'm the host, Jared Baldwin. More Live Till 5 after this short break. And we're back with a little more Live Till 5. It is 3.39 p.m. on this Friday, January 26th. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. Episode 250. Now, first off, you're not going to hear Sebastian today because he is at home convalescing after having four wisdom teeth removed. Back in my day, you got your teeth removed on your lunch break and went back to work. But, you know, things times have changed. People get paid to work. Things like that that didn't happen back in my day. So, no, we actually feel bad for Sebastian. Four wisdom teeth. That's really a... That's really a... Rough day. Plus, it's expensive. Here on Guam, it's like 500 bucks a tooth. So, yeah. Wisdom teeth. Not sure why we have to get them removed. Other than they just... They kind of keep erupting and causing problems, but... Anyway, well, and you know what? And Lawrence is nowhere to be found either. I don't know. He might have had a away basketball game and forgot to tell me about it. Or it's possible that he told me about it and I forgot to listen. That happens sometimes as well. So, you know what? We have some great stand-ins. There are people hovering around the radio station looking for free food and treats all the time. And today is no exception because I have Joe Sarni and Rays Romo. No strangers to the show, especially the super fans that, like, know all the little, like, you know, all the little factoids and things like that. Uh, Joe Sarni. Hello. And uh, Ray Romo. Hey. All right. Well, guys, we are uh, glad to have you with us today. I know that you've been expecting this for 30 seconds. Um, we, 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 we pulled you in here. Hey live radio it's 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 really that's what makes it yeah, so much you, fun. Yeah
1: you've been looking forward to this for a long time uh, like yeah. at least a minute and a half. Yeah they life. had to walk
0: they had to walk like 10 steps to get in here. So <laughs> but uh yeah glad to have you guys in here with us. Uh Joe what do you have planned for the weekend?
2: Uh going to hike Setty Falls tomorrow morning. That's the plan. Actually I oh, went yeah. with you Jared a yes. couple of years ago same spot. Yes. Yeah, so you got
0: the yeah that's uh getting down there is fun. Getting out of there is challenging.
2: Yeah, hopefully it's not going to rain. Otherwise, yeah. I
0: think it's supposed to be dry and windy tomorrow. Okay, good. Yeah, you just got watch it's out for grass do fires. It's a this
2: time of the year, like yeah. dry, yep. dry season.
0: Yep, they closed down, I think, part of Cross Island Road earlier this week because of uh, some grass fires. So watch out for that. Really, Make sure you extinguish any burning <laughs> embers you have. So, Rays, what are you doing this weekend? You're on uh, dad duty this weekend?
3: Well, yeah, we had three big truckloads truckloads of coral Oh, dropped off. Really? Yeah, so I'm moving some dirt around the house.
0: Oh, man. Is that uh, with like a wheelbarrow or buckets or what are you doing?
3: Three wheelbarrows.
0: And why are you doing all this?
3: Uh, It's to, uh, I guess we have some landscaping issues. So Mm -hmm. we're just going to try and, I guess, fix those issues.
0: All right. You sound so thrilled about it. (laughs) I am. And then your wife's going to the spa tonight too, right? She is. So there you go. So it's your version of the spa is shoveling coral, pretty much sounds like. So, all right. And Chris, what are you doing this weekend? You know, I don't know yet. Um, I think uh, the kids will probably
1: want to do something. Yes. Although they, what they've been doing lately is catching toads outside. Right. Yes. And last week we were going to go out to Tagachin mm-hmm. Beach. And we said, all right, we're ready. To, Mom and I are ready to go. You guys want to go? And they're like, no, we're catching toads. Wow. And so they said, like, no. They didn't want to go to the beach. What, so what we do like, they do with do the it. toads
0: once they've been caught? They
1: put them in this little container. It's okay. not just our kids. It's several of the kids yep. in the, in our complex. Yep. And uh, they put them in this little container and uh, put little habitat and environment in there. Uh-huh. And they can't really jump out because it's got a little lid on the top. A little, mm-hmm. Not a lid. It's just got a, a, a little overhang on the top, right. and they can't jump out. So... So whether it's uh, geckos or yep. toads or whatever they and then they, they suspend it over
0: an open flame? No, oh, they okay. don't. Right. No. Just wondering if it's going to turn into some kind of meal or something like no, that.
1: No, it's a teaching moment too oh. because you've got to explain the the finer points of being humane mm. and uh, keeping the comfort level of the toad in mind when you've captured them and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, all that. So it's a teaching yeah. moment as
0: well. You know, they could probably, um, if they collect enough, they could give them away as gifts to some of your neighbors. You know, like leave them in paper yeah. bags outside their doors and <laughs> things like that. Like a little note, like thinking of you and then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a lot of young Think teachers. Thinking of you Miss Schlarb in. and then like, you yeah. know, have a couple toads in there. and Yeah. It's, that would be a huge hit.
1: They had 13 the other night that they had collected. Wow. So wow. They're, they're serious
0: collectors. You got to be careful. The... Uh, that one, the really large ones here, I guess, put off some kind of neurotoxin if they get really nervous. Yeah. And uh, when dogs bite them, it makes their mouths foam, right? Yep, yep. Our, yeah. And you have dogs. to, like, hose their mouth out and all that?
3: Yeah, our dog got a hold of one. Where we thought she was a rabbit or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, it, like, their mouth actually foams up, and you have to, like, take a garden hose and hose their mouth out. These are just the
1: little tiny ones. I mean, okay. they're fairly small.
0: All right. Totes, well, but, there was yeah. a time where they had like a bounty on the uh Koki frogs, the because they're making they're they're an invasive species, they make sure. so much noise. Mm-hmm. A lot of tourist areas in this part of the world have been partially, you know, affected by the sound pollution that all these kokie frogs make, apparently. So yeah. now I think they lost the battle. So anyway. Hey, I want to just mention that this segment's brought to us by Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop and Bookstore, the best little coffee shop on Guam, offering an endless variety of drinks. And some other stuff, like bagels and muffins, cookies. They have some bottled and canned drinks now, too, in the afternoon. If you're just looking to grab a quick, refreshing drink, but you don't want to stand and wait the 37 seconds to have a custom-made drink, you can do that. And uh, it's really great. I like it a lot. I go there every day. Now, let's play a little What's in My Coffee, sugar-free edition, week two. We'll start with Chris. Chris, uh, you have a hot drink there. What does it taste like?
1: It is a hot drink. It tastes like it may have coffee in it. Uh, And it's also got some sweetness to it. Um, It's uh, maybe caramel, I would say, perhaps, as a guess to what the sweetness is. But it's a good, creamy, warm drink.
0: Mm. Okay, creamy, warm, sweet with probably coffee in it. Yeah. And we'll know soon enough. I have it listed on this piece of paper. I haven't read yet. There's a little foam on top, too, so... Yep. Ray's looks like he's drinking carbonated water. Yeah, it's yeah, clear. It's
3: clear. Um, let me
0: take a sip here. Yeah, a- everyone loves to hear hear you sip it. Oh, yeah. Actually, wow, that's is it sweet. No. No, it's not good at all. <laughs> what? No, you don't understand. Here, let me. You don't understand. You're supposed to make it sound good. There, I turned off my microphone so everyone couldn't hear what I said. Uh, oh, so it's not good at all, huh? Well, not my favorite thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> why? Can you can you share with us why
3: uh, it's not good? It's like, um, I, I don't know, I can't get grabbed. Get a grip on what's going on <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it like it's, seltzer water? Yeah, it's like,
0: f- that's
3: it. It's like water? flat seltzer water. Does it have any
0: flavor to it at all? Like a sweet flavor? Well, it's sugar-free, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm- that it could be just (laughs) seltzer water it could be like no sugar-free any but if it has a sweetness could be sugar-free vanilla sugar-free hazelnut yeah i think it has
3: some vanilla in it okay so
0: it's like a sugar-free cream soda minus the cream and extra soda yep sorry no it's okay (laughs) hey you know what (laughs) we value above many of our things is honesty here we're
2: gonna be recurring visitors (laughs)
0: yeah 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 yep yep you're you're sure to be back sometime soon (laughs) Okay, so Ray's doesn't like his uh, sugar-free fruit splash, uh, some kind of sugar-free flavor. You could have there. done
1: this. You could have said, "This is definitely very cold." There. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. it's wet. Right,
0: that's what we and try to do. That's when yeah. we try and describe it, like what's the color look like. But right. you know what? You can share it with your boys. There you go. You know that's an unselfish thing to do. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, what what is yours? T- I think you got the opposite end of the spectrum. Probably something Ray's would love.
2: Yeah, it's a iced tea, um, vanilla, I'm guessing. Vanilla. Really?
0: Vanilla and the iced tea. iced tea. Okay. And it's sugar-free. I know that because they said everything's sugar-free today. Okay, so it's a possibly a vanilla iced tea. All right. I have a hot drink. Well, it was hot when I first got it. Now it's lukewarm. I believe it's a sugar-free London Fog, which is like an English breakfast tea, like an Earl Grey, some some frothed uh, milk in there, and then some vanilla sugar-free syrup. So, let's see here. Number one, sugar-free caramel latte. Nailed it. Winner. Number two. Oh, uh, no. You're number two, right? Yeah, i kind of switched them up. Okay, you have a um, VB tea with honey. What's a so VBT? I don't know what VB vanilla is. Vanilla bean. Oh, vanilla bean tea right. with no. honey. Okay, vanilla, vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, there you go. Uh, you have a sugar-free vanilla fruit splash, so just just... Now you know what not to order. And I have a sugar-free London Fog. So, Rays, do you not like that sugar-free taste? Like, you don't like sugar-free sodas and things like that, diet no, sodas? No, I'm,
3: I'm not a fan. Not, a, not a
0: fan? Yeah. What about you, Joe? Do you like uh, sugar-free stuff?
2: Not really. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's good. Right. Like, Tell us how you really feel.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's good for you because, well, it's not good for you. Aspartame, I'm sure, is terrible for you. But it does, like, help you watch the calories. That's That's the main thing. So, it might taste terrible, but at least you're not getting fat yeah too late for me yeah well (laughs) it's it's it it actually it keeps you like it it, i i'm i like everything sugar-free honestly i can eat sugar-free pudding and sugar-free soda it's it's a problem because that aspartame is not good for you at all well Mm -hmm. i mean i I used to put equal in everything
2: without sugar but other than that yeah
0: well that's like
2: is that that's that's that yeah it
0: would be something that is meant to be sweet that is sugar-free so yeah there's a lot of things that are sugar-free rocks are sugar-free but it, you know, Like rocks. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's the it's the things that taste sweet like they should have sugar in them that don't. Those are the ones that you're kind of fooling. But you know, there's a lot of research now too that says that by drinking sugar free drinks, your body is so confused, it reacts the same way as if you're just drinking something with sugar in it. So it holds on to the calories, the chemicals and the aspartame not as good for you. So anyway, I'm kind of promoting this and also uh uh railing against it all at the same time. I like it and it's not good for me. Mm. Ray's doesn't like it and it is good for him. (laughs) See? We're we're uh we're a walking contradiction. So well great. Well we're gonna take a short break. Guys, I appreciate you uh coming up and spinning or coming up, coming over. You guys are only like ten feet away, but coming and getting your free drinks. Ray's sorry you kind of lost the lottery on that one today.
3: I'll give
0: it to my kid Maybe next time Yeah let the boys have it (laughs) I'm sure they'll love it They won't be all wired With sugar at least When you're watching them tonight So guys you have A great weekend Listeners stick around We're going to take A short break We'll be back With the last few minutes Of this hour Live till 5 After this And we're back with a little more live till 5, about 6 minutes left, 3.54 p.m., 6 minutes left in this first hour, that is, January 26th, episode 250, some messages coming in from our listening audience, including confirmation Lawrence Nangas is at a basketball game, away game, so good thing we gave his drink away to raise. Uh, also, Bob the Librarian. He uh, wanted to testify that he has also had four four teeth pulled on the same day. Non-wisdom teeth happened on a Friday in church on Sunday back at work on Monday. That's how we used to do it back in the day. Thank you, Bob. Also, our school nurse so kindly sent me a note and said, thanks for your discussion on vinegar. It reminded me that I need to get some from the grocery store on my way home. Hey, glad to be a service to you, school nurse. We appreciate that. We're glad to glad to be there for you. All right. And uh, let's see here. Oh, Lawrence is listening. Ha, 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 bro. I have a basketball game down at Indy. Hey, safe travels, Lawrence. Drive safe. Have a great time. I hope you guys win. Go get them. Uh, you guys will do just fine. A well-coached team. A bunch of players with a high level of integrity. I don't know if you can win with that or not, but I hope you do well. So, great. Hey, we're going to take uh, just this last two or three minutes and uh, talk about these two public service announcements I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Just in case you didn't hear, we did have a couple students that placed in the Young Artist Competition. We had a second place in the elementary category, Min Siuk Kim in piano. Third place, Claire Yi on violin. And in the junior division, Second place, Sebastian Castro. And what they won was actually, I have a little description here. It was the Guam Symphony Society Annual Young Artist Competition. Musicians, ages 8 to 21, competed in a two-day competition, January 24th and 25th. And uh, we had all those students I listed that won these, these accolades. Also wanted to mention, there is a Rally for Life this Sunday, January 28th. Down at Paseo, starts at 1.30 p.m., and it's at the Paseo Stadium. They're going to be having some inspirational speakers, different people talking about uh, the fight for the unborn, protection of the unborn here on Guam. I believe there's going to be some politicians there, some local leaders, some different people that are involved with the pro-life movement on Guam. This is at Paseo, 1.30 p.m. Sunday, and then they're going to be hiking down to, marching down to the legislative building, which is only about a couple blocks away, really, from Paseo at two forty-five p.m. to wrap up, wrap up their rally. So, rally for life this Sunday, and uh, it's a way of showing support for the plight of the unborn here on Guam. So, it'd be a very worthwhile thing to do if you have time Sunday afternoon. And uh, last Sunday was the uh, National Right to Life Sunday for. Uh, all around the world. A lot of churches around the world were celebrating life and sanctity of life. So as we finish up this hour, we got about two minutes left here. Let me just invite you, uh, if you don't have anything going on a week from tomorrow, Saturday, the first Saturday in February, we have a 5K down at Paseo, and it's the Harvest Annual 5K, and there's also a 2K for the younger kids. And I, I have to tell you, I see Lawrence Nangas walking across the parking lot right now, but he is getting ready to leave. So uh, I have to tell you, we probably have the coolest 5K shirts I've ever seen. All of them are dry fit. They're a high-end, high-quality shirt in partnership with Hafaloha, helping us get those shirts together. They are really nice. And even if you plan to walk the whole thing, a shirt like that is worth more than the cost of registration. So I hope that uh, you can sign up for that at Hornet Sporting Goods or here at the Harvest Ministries um, offices during regular business hours. Now, we're going to take a short break for the news. It is the top of the hour. SRN News is coming up. When the news is over, we'll come back. We have a second hour of Live Till 5. we to be talking about everything 250 since it's episode 250 today. So stick around for a second hour of Live Till 5 after this news break. You're listening to Live Till 5 on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Baragata, Guam talk to you after the top of the hour. with a second hour of live till five. It's 4.04 p.m. on Friday, January 26th, episode 250. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. Yes, we start out some segments with bagpipe music because we know that everyone loves bagpipe music. It's like a universal fact. People love it. If we didn't have it, I'm sure we would get asked about it. People would be like, hey, where's the bagpipes? So in order to avoid that awkward scenario, I just use bagpipe music periodically it helps break the ice. And our Scottish and some Irish and a few Welsh listeners, Cornish, also some Cornish, um, and people from the Isle of Man love that segue music right there. It's, it's the bumper song of choice, Scotland the Brave and Bold. So there you go. I'm, I'm making a few assumptions along the way there, but that's what we do. We assume a lot up here <laughs> for our show. We have Rays and Joe came back in just to kind of chew the fat, so to speak. Chewing the fat. Yes. Uh, we're, we're just <laughs> chewing the fat. We're just kind of hanging out here. So uh, we, we're, we're going to talk about episode 250 here in a second because Chris has been working feverishly on an on, uh, ode to the show. But uh, before we get to that, I want to talk about a couple things that I read about in the news. Now, Joe, you said something during the break about Toys R Us. What's going on with them?
2: Oh, boy. I don't know if I know enough information to like, talk about this on the radio. Well, you but said it, I heard it to me it so
0: confidently, <laughs> so I just believed you. But when I get you accountable to a million listeners, now you're nervous. A
2: million listeners. Well, 180 Toys R Us stores are evidently closing in the states. Wow. But wow. ours on Guam is still okay. Yeah, it was in one
1: of the news Guam news sources last really? night that ours was going to be not on the list of stores closed.
0: Toys R Us uh, pre Amazon was. Was one of the fastest growing. Like in Missouri, we had a huge Toys R Us distribution center. They were hiring hundreds of people. It was yeah. just huge. But now with Amazon, yeah, you don't have to go and walk through the big big toy store anymore. You can order yeah. everything.
1: Nobody wants to be a Toys R Us kid anymore.
0: No, mm-hmm. boy, that's more games, more toys. Yeah. Oh, I mean,
2: you see a lot of kids these days with um, you know, with more of like games and tablets and whatnot than action figures and. I don't know if that's like wrong or not. It's just, just different times. Yep. Uh, you don't see as many kids playing with Legos as you
0: used nope. to. but and You don't see kids just throwing throwing rocks at cars anymore either, like the good old days when yeah. your mom would just yeah. lock you out of the house for hours great. on end on a cold winter day and expect you to forage for your own food. Yeah, those days, the good old days. Hey, hey look who's yeah. here. We have uh, someone who has four new holes in his head uh sebastian sebastian why don't you uh uh get on raise uh, we just the listeners i think just want to hear how you're doing
4: i'm doing great yeah yeah Uh, you don't see like a chipmunk in here right
0: no (laughs) your your face actually your beard (laughs) hides hides the swelling a little bit anyway i've had
4: ice on it like all day yeah uh, and god it's in my mouth does it hurt uh i mean only slightly but not terrible
0: what, was it uh, nerve wracking to go in early this morning and get this done?
4: Well, yeah, because I came in. I came into work dressed up, you know, for, uh-huh. for work yep. this morning, and then, uh, and then I, they, when I go in for the surgery, they're like, "Oh, you're all dressed up today." I'm like, "Well, yeah, I'm saying goodbye to four friends." Oh no, <laughs> oh.
0: oh boy. And how long did it take uh, the whole process? Um,
4: maybe ten to fifteen minutes yep. for four, you know. So, uh, I mean. They just I remember them putting the IV in my, in my hand, mm-hmm. and uh, then they were like, I'm going to put a tube in your nose. It's going to feel like cold air.
0: And then I was like, oh, cold air. And then I was out. <laughs> so. Wow. And then you woke up, Jessica drove you home, and that was it? I uh, think I, you I, thought it was 15 minutes. I'm not sure if it was. Yeah, it really minutes. does. My, I had I my, had, my son had out. four right? out and took 10 minutes. That's wow. it? Wow. Yeah, it's like $5,000 for 10 minutes of work. <laughs> $2,000 a minute, or what? $500 a minute.
4: Yeah. I mean, I I was kind of disappointed because I wasn't as loopy as I wanted to be, you know,
0: and uh, (laughs) I want to be really careful now. (laughs) Wow. Well, I admire you for coming up here and uh, braving, braving the elements. And, you know, I hope you don't like have any kind of major long term damage because of your sacrifice for the show. No, no,
4: no.
0: What do you have on your phone there? Well, I had
4: I was just pulling up some random wisdom teeth extraction qu- trivia. Wait, hey, we're we're into that. We're yeah, oh, <laughs> we are. Yeah, we yeah. love it. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I can. I mean, I might be able to do something here. You think you can pull this off? Uh, well, yeah. Uh,
0: okay, so how about how about this? How about I'll have Chris hook up a microphone for you? Yeah, I'm gonna talk to Joe and Ray's about a couple things I read about this week. And then, uh, for example, now, uh, Ray's, you have family that lives in Hawaii, right? Yep. How were they affected by that whole missile, uh, fake missile crisis? Did that even affect them at all? They even know it had happened?
3: No, they they were were okay. I mean, I don't think it...
0: They didn't get any random texts that said, you know, this is not a drill or anything like
3: that? No, I called them up and they were, yeah, we, we heard about it. Everything's okay over here.
0: Okay. So it right.
3: wasn't. It wasn't anything too. Because we any. saw
0: some people, you know, they reposted. Pray for our family in Hawaii. Yeah. There's nuclear missiles on the way. And
3: well, they're on the Big Island, so it's, true. It's a little. So bit they more.
0: just watch off in the distance as yeah. the <laughs> mushroom cloud. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you know the the. Um, I was pretty disappointed with the response from the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency, and then because uh, the the press interview afterwards was a little disappointing. Just. When, he, when the guy said, I take full responsibility. And then when the reporter said, well, what are, what's going to happen to the person that pushed the button? Well, they feel really bad. And that was kind yeah. of the whole conversation was they feel really bad. So the saga continues. Listen to this and give me your, your uh, thoughts on this. This just came out uh, today. The infamous button pusher who sent out a false missile alert that caused chaos across the Hawaiian islands earlier this month is now refusing to work with federal and internal investigators. A top federal communications commission official said Thursday, the unidentified Hawaiian emergency management agency official has backed off working with the federal communications commission and also has refused to work with two internal Hawaii emergency management agency investigators. The FCC's Homeland Security Bureau chief Lisa Folks confirmed this is uh, confirmed This at the Senate hearing Thursday, saying that while Hawaii Emergency Management uh, leaders have cooperated, we are disappointed, however, that one key employee, the person who transmitted the false alert, is refusing to cooperate with our investigation. We hope the person will reconsider. On January 13th, a civil defense employee of the Hawaii Emergency Management accidentally sent out an alert that notified more than a million people in Hawaii that they were about to be struck by a nuclear missile. Some 38 minutes passed before the Hawaii Emergency Management officials sent out an alert to people's phones confirming it was a false alarm. What do you think about that?
2: That's a big mistake to make right there. It sure is. Yeah.
0: I, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, raise what would, let's see, I'm trying to think of any, uh, a harvest equivalent since you're the webmaster here. Uh, what would be a, an equivalent, what kind of mistake would be an equivalent to uh, uh, hitting the, the button and sending oh. out a false message?
1: What about a, a core for like...
0: Oh, yeah. Condition of readiness. Yeah. 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 Like banner
1: accidentally published or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Um, We could have... uh, You could accidentally in the tithes and offerings section of the website, you know, like accidentally draft someone's account for you know, $10,000 or something I like that. I think that's impossible, but... <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, hopefully. And our yeah. listeners are sweating right now. <laughs> yes, it's impossible. Yes, yeah, yes, I it certainly is. I think is. they would have to do that, but... I think the disappointing thing is that now, on top, on top of everything else, doesn't want to cooperate. And so now they're the center of attention even more. Senate hearing in the news... I wonder if this is like their uh, backdoor way to put pressure on the person by releasing it out in the news. Well, they they, this from if they
1: really want to put pressure on them, they could release their name.
0: That's true. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, they would, that, that would that be would one very unpopular it. person.
1: Well, the the thing that gets me is that they're talking about some sort of major far-reaching investigation. It seems like it's a little simpler than that. Like, yeah. what did you do?
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which it's finger did you simple. use to push yeah. the single button I mean, that it, it could be pushed? Yeah, it's
1: not like it went through multiple chains of command or anything. It, it actually was just one guy who accidentally sent it. Yeah. Uh, I, we assume accidentally yeah. sent it.
0: He d- he so, did, yeah. according to, and he felt bad about it. Apparently, well, well I'm nice. sure he did. about it. I'm sure he did. So here's one you might be more interested in. Dinosaur tail to be auctioned for Mexico quake reconstruction. Maybe this is, this is even more interesting. Fossilized dinosaur tail discovered in Morocco will be auctioned on Tuesday night, this past Tuesday night. In Mexico to raise funds for the reconstruction of thousands of schools damaged by two earthquakes that struck the Latin American nation in September. I oh, thought it was interesting. Uh, auctioning a dinosaur tail to help rebuild schools. I wonder what, what odd thing could we uh, auction here to uh, build something. Trying to think, like if, let's say we wanted to build a <laughs> tennis court. Let's say we want to build a tennis court. What strange thing? Uh, what would be the strangest thing we could possibly auction here on Guam to uh, raise money to build a tennis court? The pollen Memorial Tennis Court. <laughs>
2: the Pollin. Yeah.
0: Yeah. W- what do you think, Joe? What Would be something strange that we could?
2: I have no They're idea. are on the spot.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, every with this is this is live radio. I'm trying to, I'm trying to expand your horizons because. Once once we get these little neural pathways going in your brain where you have the creativity to just talk on the air, it's no going back. You'll be a different man, you'll be a changed man. Yeah. But you're off the hook Sebastian wisdom came back to yeah, <laughs> you. Yeah. Hey, I
2: would that's great. Auction off right there. You could wow. auction off Make four, four wisdom bucks. teeth.
0: There
1: you go. That was that was actually he when he saw Sebastian, yep. it triggered to him. Triggered
0: in a good way. What it was. Yes. Yeah. raise what a strange thing. Oh, man. Uh a couple of truckloads of coral, maybe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice. Someone come. Hey, you won. You got to come pick it up yourself. Yep. yep. Chris, what strange thing do you think we could auction off to raise money to build the Pollen Memorial Tennis Court? Oh well, at my house,
1: it could be dozens and dozens of toads.
0: Oh yes, sure, yeah. sure. Award-winning toads, yeah. prize prize winners. Right. Best in show, know if best of breed. Want them. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, you know, it's somewhere, somewhere. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, turn this up. There you go. Sebastian's with oh, us.
4: Oh, I wish I could pawn off my four wisdom teeth.
0: Yeah, well, that's what Joe just that's recommended. We, just could, we could auction them. <laughs> They're my wisdom teeth, Joe. <laughs> Way Sorry. to
2: steal my idea.
0: Yeah, well, it seems like, well, I mean, that dinosaur tail belonged to a dinosaur at one time, but eventually How much money did he raise? was gone. And do I don't know. know. I didn't. I, I need to go back and do a follow-up story, but I'm not real good at that. So, All right, well, hey, Sebastian's here. Toothless Sebastian, old toothless... <laughs> Uh, just like some of my uncles Old back gum, in Missouri. Gum. Yeah, your, your <laughs> gammies. Uh, and his, his face doesn't look too swollen, so... Uh, Sebastian, you wanna do a little quiz with us today? Yeah, I got a little quiz, uh... All right, we're gonna do a little, uh, epic music. Sebastian's epic quiz music. It is quiz time, yay! Uh, I don't have a fancy quiz name, this. That's okay. We'll no fancy quiz name. This, this is the
4: quiz
1: you can sink your teeth into. Oh. Oh. Oh, go. yeah,
0: I've been chewing uh, on this all day. That's
4: how you come up with the taglines
0: for Our Life Till Five. Go through. Um, if I lose, hook. it'll be you a
1: kick in the teeth.
0: Oh. <laughs> Such a grind <laughs> to go through this. Hey, um, now, <laughs> Sebastian, what kind of medicine are you on right now, by the way? Uh, just some painkillers, that's it. Okay, like Nothing. Tylenol with codeine or something like that? or uh, uh, The first one he gave me, I'm not sure what it was. Okay. I'm supposed to pick up some more here soon. He just okay, took that's it. <laughs> all right. Okay, well, Sebastian, hit us with the quiz. <clears throat>
4: All right. Question one. Um, <clears throat> wisdom teeth are more scientifically known as a third molar teeth, b central incisor teeth, c lateral incisor teeth, or d first molar teeth.
0: Hmm. Let's start with Joe. We'll work away. First
4: now. molar, central incisor, lateral incisor, or first molar.
0: Third say or first? first. Molar yep. Twice? Sorry, I said third first molar or third?
4: Third yep. molar, third cent- molar.
3: That's my
0: guess. Third molar is okay. Joe's guess. Okay, Ray. what about you? Third
3: molar. Third I'd molar. i say first
0: molar. First molar? I'd say third molar. All right,
4: well, the correct answer for this is the third molar. Yep. Yeah. Third molar oh, yeah. teeth are called wisdom teeth because <laughs> usually they come in when a person is between the ages of 17 and 21 or older. This is presumably old enough to have gained some wisdom. Yo so
0: Shirado has no wisdom teeth. What? Yeah, he told me he has no wisdom teeth. No wisdom, huh? All right. Uh, so that's... <laughs> Three of us got it.
4: Not Chris. Chris did not.
2: Chris doesn't have any wisdom.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. you're terrible uh, next question it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> that's if
2: jared said the same exact thing you all i know laugh.
0: But in in the biz that's what we call a bomb it just kind of was like
4: you should have a little thing up on the the audio like just yeah, play it wah, whenever someone does a bad wah. joke yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cricut, no. Cricut sound you,
1: you could say that that uh, that joke bit the dust
2: That's not funny. (laughs) It's not funny, Chris. Why am I
0: running this, Chris? Why are you guys laughing at that one? Mine was
2: way more (laughs) (laughs) funny.
0: That was awesome. Oh, that's great. All right. All right. And our millions of listeners love that kind of stuff, Joe, so keep it coming. No
4: pressure. Next question. The blank nerve, which supplies sensation to the right or left half of the chin and lower lip, is at risk of being struck while removing wisdom teeth. Usually by accidental damage with a surgical drill. What's the name of this nerve? The lingual nerve? The, at, I don't know how to say spell that. it for us. A-N-A-L-G-E-S-I-C. Analgesic? Analgesic. Resistant nerve. nerve. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. The cranial nerve or the inferior alveolar al- lower? What? Uh, what?
0: <laughs> what? What kind of medicine are you
4: on again? Yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah. This is like the time.
0: pronunciation
4: <laughs> game as
0: <laughs> well. nerve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lay down now. Just give me an answer, okay?
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lingual anaglastic okay. <laughs> resistant <laughs> nerve, cranial yep. nerve, C-cranial. or the inferior alveolar nerve. That one. Nerve.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> what do you think, Joe?
2: Can I read them? No, or you'll see the, the answer. Answers. Is the answer oh. on there? Okay this big one, man d
0: d the inferior
4: inferior what about you Ray b b
2: which is I
4: have no idea. I, I, <laughs> an, I'll i
1: take the one about the cranium the cranial what was that one uh, yeah whatever it was
4: t- the, it's just called the cranial I'll take the cranial a order. I'll do a oh someone's going to get it right and who is it who is it the question the answer is the the one I can't even say the an resistance. Analgesic, really? Wow. Yeah, that's oh, the wait, one wait wait, 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 wait wait! No, oh. sorry. I had I that I had say, that wrong no when way. I did it. That's like the
0: <laughs> inferior alveolar. That's the fourth one. Who got that one? <laughs> oh, Who did D? D. Oh, that's, that's Joe. Oh, wow. What
4: do you look at that. You're the
0: luckiest smart person I know. Joke. Wicked smart. Wicked yeah. smart. What? Um The Boston dive. wicked <laughs> smart son.
4: Striking the inferior nerve is usually unavoidable during wisdom teeth extraction. But feeling in the chin and lower lip will almost always return after a day or two. You hope so. That's
2: what happened to my aunt, though, and never came back. E- Wisdom teeth pulled, numb. Oh, man, that's
3: mm. sad.
0: Ew, gross. Next she question. She loses her teeth and her <laughs> lips all floppy like, How are, we, how are you today? <laughs> Weird Harold. You ever see uh, Fat Albert and his uh, friend Weird Harold? It's like, Hello, Albert. And it's like his lip <laughs> was like, hello, Albert. They're, they're Albert. Too young for Today. This. We need I to get the video edition of this
2: show back oh because All our right. viewers need to see that. Yes. So it's
0: the premium listeners uh, in my Patreon uh, actually can pay a dollar a month to see me do that. You have a Patreon? No, I'm just kidding. You <laughs> lie. I just learned what that was this week.
4: So. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to become.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll okay. be my first. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, no, no. You can pay for me. As what I'm saying. Okay. Number question five. Dry sockets develop when A. The blood clot at the site of surgery disintegrates or is dislodged. B. The patient doesn't drink enough water in the first 24 hours following surgery. C. The surgeon does not use enough care during surgery. Or D. The patient does not take the prescribed medications. 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 A. A. Yeah, it's about the clot, A. I think it's the clot. Okay. I'm pretty I'm sure everyone but Joe had it, right? I a. Uh Yeah, it's A. When the blood clot at the site of surgery
0: disintegrates or is dislodged. Yep. Or when you get a peanut M&M stuck in there. One or the other. Either one can lead to a dry. So <laughs> that happened to you?
4: No, I oh. just kidding. So that everyone way, else I'm just gets imagining that
0: would be awful. <laughs> well, it'd be pleasant for a while and then it would be awful. <laughs> well, it's a peanut M M&M. and M. I mean, there's some enjoyment in the peanut M M&M, and M, but eventually, it just becomes a peanut stuck in your uh, wisdom tooth hole.
2: <laughs> Why a dry socket? M&M?
0: I don't know. I'm just guessing. Because if well, it was regular M and M, it'd M&M? melt away. No, it'd oh. melt away. But the peanut M and M. tried the
2: coffee bean M and Ms. No, I have not. Oh, that
0: good. good. Everything sounds good to me right now, right, Ray mm, Right, me. Sebastian? It's Every uh, possible food sounds good sugar free, right? No, I, I I would go for that. I would
4: go for Yeah. That. Um, next question. <laughs> Back to business um, for <laughs> most medical <laughs> most medical insurance plans cover wisdom teeth extraction, true or false? True. True. False. Ooh. False. Really? It is false. Good job, Chris and Jared. Jared take the lead. That's why we pay so much
0: money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a medical necessity, you know. Really? It, yeah. Oh, thanks, yeah. mom And, and that dental for insurance the isn't that great anyway. I mean, honestly, dental insurance, it's it just cushions the trauma, but it doesn't relieve it. Right.
4: Yeah, good job. You guys got that. Uh, do sound so surprised. Uh, Sounds so excited. I'm sorry, I don't yeah. sound less surprised. It's all right. Uh, you should rinse your mouth out with warm salt water several times a day for about a week after your surgery, not including the first 24 hours. True or false? True or false? True. I think true. True, yeah.
1: What
0: do you think, Chris? I'm going to say false just to be different. I don't know. Mm. I don't really know. Does um, clear chicken broth from uh, free range, <laughs> hormone free chickens count as uh, salt water? <laughs> I don't know. Then I would say true. <laughs> um, who all said true?
4: Raise your hand. We. Not Chris. Okay. Everyone but Chris gets a point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very nice to Chris. He's going to say to come to work tomorrow. False, right? Chris said false.
4: Yeah, it's false. Um,
0: Oh, it is what? Yeah, you're supposed to rinse your mouth with salt water. No, you're not. Wait, Wait, no, it's true.
4: I'm so confused. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm doing this on the fly here. Okay. Yes, he is. Okay, sorry. Yes, it's true to. Except for the first day. To rinse your mouth out with warm salt yes. water several times yes yep. it helps reduce swelling and alleviate pain however it is important, to, our it is important <laughs> to not do this in the first this is not truly medical device so don't say you hurt do, do not try or this at home yeah. <laughs> yeah. device advice advice judge. that's the that's the, the disclaimer right we're not actual doctors no we're so. not we're, we're not, not lawyers either yeah no, no.
0: no. <laughs> i'm barely a radio host <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. All right. Any more questions for us, Sebastian?
4: One one last question. Okay. It is a good idea to vigorously swish an antiseptic like Listerine around in your mouth in days that follow your wisdom teeth extraction. (laughs) True or false? Vigorously. (laughs) Vigorously?
2: I mean, if if that word, I'd say false. (laughs) Vigorously. Come on. You can dislodge the (laughs) clot. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, and he's
1: not even a doctor. Yeah. yeah,
0: didn't even play one on television. I say false too. Who else? False, says raise? Raise. false,
3: false, false. false.
0: false. Um, um, Jared, just for the vigorously. record, just, just for the record, Jared, you hold the most points right now. And it, it's you said Listerine. <laughs> you said Listerine or some other type of yeah. mouthwash antiseptic. Yeah. What about Scope whitening? I, I didn't say. <laughs> what about? I don't know. What about? What it? about Scope Pro Health? I don't have it. Mm. What about that one that gives you extra fluoride? Boy, this is a trickier question than most people realize.
2: How many points does he have? Four. How many do I have?
0: Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I would say true. Rinse rinse that baby. Just <laughs> as, as best you can. Use, like use kerosene Just if like you that. have to. Wow, this is wonderful. What we
4: have here is a three-way tie. What? There
0: you go. Kerosene. <laughs> if you have, that's the what they used to use because in the old days the, for everything. The
4: correct answer was false. You should not do that because you'll dislodge your clots.
0: Oh, man. I you don't want to dislodge your clots. Nope, keep And those that clots means lodged. we've got
4: Joe in second, Ray's, no, Joe in first, Ray's in first, Jared in first, Chris in dead last.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, but good thing Joe and Ray's uh, joined us or else it would have been just me and Chris. <clears throat> And we would've been a stalemate because we like to answer things together, usually, usually, especially if we already know the answers and we're guessing. Okay, so now, Sebastian, first off, thank you for risking your life to come up here and just do the quiz. Of I hope you make it through the weekend.
1: You've never been sharper mm-hmm. at this. Yeah, never. Sebastian,
0: you this is this is one of the best, actually. You'll listen back to this. You'll play this for your grandchildren someday. That's right. Say, I listen back every that night. That was the day I did it. That is the day I did the show, missing my teeth. You can't even tell, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no, I need now, to go get, get some painkillers right now. All right. Well, so. before you leave, right. I'd like you to hear <laughs> this qu- this uh, poem that Chris has written uh, because oh, yeah. this is our 250th episode, which is a big deal. Oh, right. Wow. You know, a basically, 250th? there's yeah, there's you know, there's almost no. no one else ever in broadcasting that's made it to 250 anything. I mean, maybe you know, unshackled, and you know, NPRs, All Things Considered. And then we're right below that, 250. And Chris has a poem? And Chris wrote a poem. This is a yes. Chris Harper I think original. think my painkillers will cover that. He, he <laughs> oh boy. He, <laughs> he took all the energy from the 360 that's photo, so 365 photo project and turned right. it into poetry.
4: Because we had a poetry rivalry. That's why I can say that. Oh, that's right. Hey, you know,
0: it's uh, National Cowboy Poetry Week this week. This is not quite a cowboy mm. poem, but it's, it's, It could be construed as a poem. Yes. Uh, Okay. Our listeners are waiting with bated breath and gauze in their cheeks. Right.
1: (sighs) 250 programs is a milestone. That's for sure. Some may not know how much more they can endure. All joking aside, it has been a great run. We've laughed and we've cried. We've had a lot of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. When this all started, you didn't know where it would go. We've had a culture vulture, a page boy, and every week a cup of Joe. This day in history, idioms, and a quiz. Listen to this, you'll be a random info whiz. Listeners laugh with us. They learn something too. Did you know Quincy was the first name of Mr. Magoo? I agree. agree. <laughs> Hey, that's great. Keep going. I'm, I'm into this. Everything from Gandhi dancers to a Hebrews dirty chai. Think about it too much. You get a tear in your eye. A virtual cornucopia of excitement and banter. We've had a great history and will continue at a canter. Congratulations to hosts, listeners, and friends. It's been great so far. Who knows how it ends.
0: Wow. Let's uh, give a round of applause Ooh. there. That was that was Sebastian spewing blood everywhere. That was <laughs> I, I would like if you could uh, uh, put that on our Facebook page, that really? would be just great. Yes. Wow. That okay. deserves to be published, we should mm. not that needs to be out in the open. Let's go to createspace.com and publish it
4: there and then just kind of create space yeah it's an Amazon company oh. and then that's yep. how you yep. yeah
0: I didn't know when you first said endure, I thought you might say manure because it also rhymed, <laughs> but I wasn't sure <laughs> I'm glad you went with the endure that was a good I, maybe a little I, last I figured minute I'd edit start there.
4: with a joke, but yes <laughs> it didn't go too far. <laughs> <laughs> been like, you should have been like, laugh, like signal to laugh. <laughs> that's laugh.
0: that's that. why you got to have
2: like laughter sound effects. Right. This
0: thing. Yeah, the laugh yeah. light. Ding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, guys, uh, thank you all for helping me with the show today. Episode 250 is a special episode. It's a big deal around here and uh, to our listeners as well. Thank you for hanging in there. Rays, Joe, Sebastian, Chris, thanks all for uh, being part of the show today.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Have a great thank weekend
0: you. And uh, Sebastian if you're feeling better tomorrow Ray's needs some help with uh, four truckloads of coral So <laughs> no, thank you <laughs> Yeah. So. Alright uh, Listeners stick around we're going to have a little more live till 5 After this short break it is episode 250 On Friday January 26th 4.32pm here at the KHMG studios If you ever miss part of the show Noon to two Saturdays Sunday nights 7 and 9pm Or download the podcast From khmg.org More live till 5 after this short break. And we're back with a little more Live Till 5, episode 250 on this Friday, January 26th, 4.37 p.m. You know, five years ago, I believe we started this show. Episode X, the lost episode, was the last Friday of January, five years ago, 2013. Pretty cool. 250, it's a big deal for us. And uh, I looked up the number 250. You know, 250, the number actually has a Wikipedia uh entry, because in Mandarin, the slang term for 250, which I cannot possibly say, uh, because I think I'll mess it up phonetically here, but it's an insult, meaning stupid person or simpleton. So to call someone a 250 in Mandarin Chinese is to call someone a stupid person. Um, And in ancient China, copper, copper coins were grouped by stringing them together through the square holes in the center, originally 1,000 was a unit of currency called a diao. Bandaiyao Z literally means half a diao, Since modest Chinese scholars may call themselves Bandaiyao Z to humbly uh, deprecate their own expertise, a Bandaiyao Z is not necessarily a pejorative term. On the other hand, uh, the, the term 250 is half of that, which is an insult. So... People use that as an insult in Mandarin Chinese, that is. Here's another 250. Here's a list of 250-calorie optional snacks, okay, from Good Housekeeping's Good Sense Meal Plans. This is a couple years old here. But tortilla chips with cheese. So 18 baked tortilla chips microwaved with a one-quarter cup of reduced-fat shredded cheese. Heat for 45 seconds to 2 minutes. And you make your own little nachos there. That's only 250 calories. How about an apple with peanut butter? One apple topped with a tablespoon of peanut butter. And a cup of fat-free milk with it. That's only 250 calories. Applesauce. One convenient-sized serving container of unsweetened applesauce. And a serving of 30 peanuts with that. How about bananas and chocolate dip? Prepare dip using three tablespoons of fat-free sour cream, quarter ta- a quarter teaspoon of vanilla extract, two tablespoons of chocolate syrup, Serve with one-slice banana. Uh, spear each banana slice with a toothpick for dipping fun. Kind of make your own little fondue there. Pears drizzled with chocolate with a cup of milk. Raisin and nut clusters. Frozen grapes. Uh, you can get one and a half cups of grapes and get 250 calories out of that. Pita with hummus. Dip a five-inch diameter whole wheat pita in and into one-third cup of hummus. One-half cup of cucumber slices or other vegetables on the side. Instant chili, which is a fast food item. Banana smoothie is only 250. Slim fast bar and nuts, like pistachios in a slim fast bar. Waffle with peanut butter is only 250 calories. Cottage cheese with fruit. Tangy treats, six ounce pineapple juice, and uh, one wasa crisp cracker and a string cheese stick. Cafe au lait and a muffin is only 250 calories. Apricots and crackers. Fruit, cheese, and nuts. Maple, milk. I've never heard of that. Crackers with peanut butter. Fruit and toasted nuts. And mini pizzas. All only 250 calories. Another 250. U.S. Route 250. Have you ever been on U.S. Route 250? It travels. The U.S. Route 250 is a route in the United States numbered highway system. A spur of the U.S. Route 50 currently... Uh, let's see here. Currently runs for 514 miles from Sandusky, Ohio, to Richmond, Virginia. Passes through the states of Virginia, West Virginia, and Ohio. Goes through cities like Richmond, Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia, Staunton, Virginia, Waynesboro, Wheeling, West Virginia, West uh, Prunytown, West Virginia, and it intersects and forms overlaps with parent US 50. In West Virginia, the route is signed north-south. In Ohio, Virginia, the route is signed east and west. There you go. So there is the highway, U.S. Highway 250. Here's a bunch of 250s. I looked up a bunch of random 250s I want to share with you because it is episode 250 here. 250 pounds. There's this website called Weight and Things. So you can put in any weight, and it will give you these random, you know, what is that equal to type things. Weightandthings.com. 250 pounds is 756 Guadalupian bananas. It is also equivalent. 250 pounds would be a cinema reel, like what they show in the movie theater, with 5,669 hours of movies on it, or 852 school backpacks, or 76 actual Darth Vader masks is 250 pounds, 350 snorkel masks, 315, sorry, or 87,214 balloons. They're very light, by the way. 250 feet tall or long from bluebulbprojects.com would be, for example, uh, 250 feet is about how tall giant sequoia trees are. 250 feet is also about one and one-tenth times as long the wingspan of a 747 Four-fifths the size of a Statue of Liberty. So you get about 80% of Statue of Liberty of 250 feet. Four-fifths as tall as Big Ben. Statue of Liberty and Big Ben, very similar in height. One and one-third times as tall as the Cinderella Castle at Walt Disney World. One and one-third times as tall as the Leaning Tower of Pisa. So the Leaning Tower of Pisa is only, what, 175 feet tall? About three-fourths as long as a football field or a soccer pitch. What happened 250 years ago? I was looking back and saying, okay, anything I can use 250 for. So let's go back 250 years. In 1768, that would have been the year. Samuel Adams' letter circulates around the American colonies opposing the Townsend Act taxes. In February 1768, the first mustard manufacturer in America advertised in Philadelphia. Also in February of that year, first American chartered fire insurance company opens. Penn Insurance, that is. First U.S. Chamber of Commerce formed in April. First U.S. Bachelor of Medicine degree, Don jo- Dr. John Archer. Uh, let's see here. The Boston Gazette published the Liberty Song, America's first patriotic song. In that year, also in August, Captain James Cook departed from Plymouth with the Endeavor to the Pacific Ocean. October of 1768, English troops under General Gage land in Boston. Uh, The first Methodist church in the U.S. was initiated in Wesley Chapel, New York City. And the first edition of the Encyclopedia Britannica was published in Scotland. Also, Philip Astley stages the world's first modern circus in London, which is very interesting because I believe this is the uh, Circus of Venice week. John Hancock, in April of this year, 1768, refused to allow two British customs agents to go below the deck of a ship, considered by some to be the first act of physical resistance to British authority in the colonies. So those are all things that happened. World leaders at that time, Frederick the Great, the King of Prussia, was in power, and William Pitt the Elder, British Prime Minister, also called the Great Commoner. Then I was looking at all these other 250 little measurements, like... 250 miles from Los Angeles. Some of you California folks, West Coast folks, you've been to L.A. 250 miles from L.A., Big Sur. Big Sur, California is 250 miles from there. 250 grams of 24-karat gold is worth $1,351.60. 250 shares of Apple stock. As of today, the price is 17111 per share. That comes out to $42,770.50, 50, I mean. 250 shares of Microsoft at $92 per share, $23,000. 250 yen is only $2.29 in the US. 250 Thai bot is only worth $7.97 in the US. 250 US dollars worth of Bitcoin is 0.02 Bitcoin. But 250 bitcoins is worth $2,900,000 in the US. Bitcoin is worth a lot, apparently. I don't have any, and uh, some of my friends do. But then, finally, last two hundred fifty, I came across a story where a six-year-old, just this year, a six-year-old, spent two hundred fifty dollars in toys on Amazon in the sneakiest way possible. This short little story. Let me just read it to you real quick. Then we're going to get to the news here. Uh, let's see. Bethany Howell had fallen asleep watching a movie with her daughter Ashlyn when the little girl decided it would be the perfect time to do some online shopping using her mom's thumb. Ashlyn was able to unlock the phone and buy, buy not one, but 13 Pokemon toys on Amazon. According to uh, Babel, Bethany discovered the secret shopping spree the next day when she received confirmation emails for the order. So she used her mom's thumb. So smart, so sneaky. Um, it's funny because it's not my own children, but uh, she actually used her mom's thumb to unlock the phone and then did some online shopping and bought 13 yes. Pokemons. 250 yes. That's how much she spent $250 on Pokemons.
1: Well, we have to access Amazon um, at times when our kids aren't there, if there's a birthday or Christmas time around, because it pops up your little... What you've been searching for on that. Right, right. And then they know oh, dad has been looking for various toys and games and trinkets. And it's it's an easy giveaway. Yeah,
0: that's right. Well, Chris, what's happening in the news? Well, several
1: things, things we follow up on often, South Korea versus North Korea, or maybe not versus, uh, working together in some cases, or at least in talks. South Korea's foreign minister said on Thursday, the standoff over North Korea's nuclear program must be resolved diplomatically. And she was certain Washington would consult her government first if a military option was to be considered. The Trump administration has said all options are on the table in dealing with the North and officials say the president and his advisor advisors have discussed a possibility of a limited strike, but debate on military options has lost some momentum in recent weeks after the North and South have resumed talks ahead of next month's Winter Olympics in the South. So it seems like good news now coming out of uh, North Korea, but It can all change in the blink of an eye, as we know. Uh, A story that we're following up on, and that is that Apple on Wednesday said that iOS 11.3. Now, I have 11.22. I just checked that, so I don't think it's come out yet. But they have added new features that will show battery health. And they recommend, uh, uh, via this service, uh, whether or not your battery needs to itself be serviced. The iPhone maker added that users would now be able to see if power management features that prevent unexpected shutdowns are on and can choose to turn it off as well. Apple confirmed in December, as we reported here, that software in iPhone 6, iPhone 6S, and the iPhone SE models, um, which deal with dangers of aging batteries, could slow down the phone's performance. And then within days, Apple faced a number of lawsuits over phone slowing. A new study released by Pew Research Center finds that the two political parties in the United States have never been farther apart on the issue of Israel. 79% of GOP members expressed sympathy for the Jewish state compared to just 27% of Democrats. This has been in the news quite a lot lately because of uh, some of the recent things that have happened, like um, uh, recognizing the capital of Israel was in Jerusalem and other things. In 1978, by comparison, 49% of Republicans sided with Israel and 44% of Democrats. So this was generally something that was agreed upon by both parties uh, over our, especially our recent past, Also, very few members of the GOP sympathize with the Palestinians, and uh, Democrats seem to be evenly split. So you can go to the uh, Pew Research Center, by the way, to get some details on how that study was conducted, because um, one of the most important things whenever there's a statistic is finding out how those numbers were arrived at. So that's Pew
0: Research. Yeah. So-
1: That's what's happening. Wow.
0: Thanks. there's always something going on that we can talk about. And the nice thing is every hour on the hour, Harvest Family Radio has SRN News, which downloads an updated news every hour. So it's not just the same news playing over and over again. Even though you might hear some of the segments sound similar because they might take a little piece of it and recycle it for a couple hours. But the news itself is a fresh product every hour 24 hours a day seven days a week
1: and these stories are from srnnews.com yeah. as well so just to let you know where those are coming from in fact every once in a while i'll read a story and it's basically a word for word what came from, uh, of the story that came from the top of the hour news
0: yeah makes sense they could uh kind of use the same work they put into writing the script that they could also use it to write up some some text. So thanks a lot, Chris. Yep. Have a great weekend. Listeners, stick around. A little more live till 5 after this very short break. We'll wrap it up with my last 250 for episode 250 on this Friday, January 26th, 4.52 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. More after this short break.
1: Walk with me, Lord. God walk with me Walk with me Lord God walk with me While I'm on this old Teacher's journey I want Jesus To walk with me
2: Take my hand,
0: and we're back with the last few minutes of live till five today thank you so much for being part of the show this is our 250th episode and 250 was my theme and i came across our harvest house happenings newsletter harvest house is a foster care ministry out of harvest ministries harvest baptist church and we get a lot of community support and community involvement a lot of Harvest volunteers, but other people in different church communities, people from local businesses, all jumping in to try and help with the foster care needs here on Guam. Child Protective Services, the different shelters, we try and help with all those. Here's some statistical data of Harvest House involvement in the foster community. Number of children in foster care, 250. Do you know there's 250 children approximately in foster care here on Guam? Number of foster homes, 39. Number of relative placements, 25. Monthly service at Harvest House, 20 families and two shelters. Foster parent support group meetings, 12 meetings with approximately 10 foster moms a month. Foster parent informational sessions, six sessions, approximately 20 applicants given out, applications given out. This is looking back here. New foster parents this past year, 21 new foster parents on Guam this past year. Foster parents that are just here at Harvest 13 and adoptions this past year, three with one pending. That's pretty, pretty awesome, really. Let me read some of the special thanks that Harvest House has given out. DFS Galleria, Chinese Chamber of Commerce, the Bank of Guam, Trix 71, Dr. Bourgeois, Rotary Club, Red Cross Club, Sir Optimist Club, FRG, NMCRS, Girl Scouts from Anderson Air Force Base, Payless. MZ Properties, Colton Jones, Boy Scouts, Faith Bookstore, Josh and Bethany Taylor, Jeremy and Rebecca Rabb, Sabrina Senecal, Harvest Baptist Church, and the Harvest House Volunteers, and more. There are a lot of people who make donations of supplies. We collect all kinds of supplies and make financial donations as well, and we're very grateful. Harvest House is a nonprofit, specifically created to help the foster community on Guam, the families, the children, and those that work with the families and children in the system. And so we want to do everything we can with Harvest House to make that happen. And uh, we really appreciate it. And I know Bethany Taylor and her husband, Josh, really do appreciate all the support. We never thought it would be what it is today. It's just really grown and become something really awesome. Morgan over there working running the day-to-day operations, really been a blessing. If you've never seen the Harvest House facility, the resource center, I encourage you to come by during business hours. It's right in the FLC parking lot there, Harvest House Resource Center. You can't miss it. There's signs all over the place for that. So just wanted to make sure that you knew that you're always invited to come see what's happening at Harvest House. You can get more information about how to become a foster parent or how to be a wraparound parent supporting other foster parents, the types of donations that we could really use over there at Harvest House. You can contact Harvest House. They have a Facebook page as well, Harvest House Guam. Look them up on Facebook. Send them a personal message. Bethany, Morgan, Josh, any of those folks would be glad to talk to you and give you more information. And we have some big events for Harvest House coming up later this spring with the Spring Picture event and Valentine's Day. Plus, uh, the summer, of course, Backpack Stash is only about six months away. People start looking for supplies for those a uh, few months early. So we'll say more about those things as we get closer to them. But thank you to Harvest House and those that volunteer over there. Now, listeners, thank you as well for listening to episode 255. 250, 255, 250 here on Live Till 5. We are grateful for your patronage. We're grateful to be able to be part of your Friday afternoons or Saturdays or Sunday nights that we can... Be a little bit entertaining, a little bit informative, a little bit edifying for you. Want to give you a great alternative uh, as you're driving around, or you're sitting at your desk, or you're listening to a podcast. We want to give you something that uh, is going to be an encouragement to you. It's a blessing to you. So we enjoy doing the show. We've done it 250 times. We hope to continue to do it, and uh, we love to hear from you. If you are a regular listener, let us know through Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam on Facebook or let us know through an email. You can contact us through our website at khmg.org. You can download podcasts, not only of Live Till 5, but of a number of great preaching and teaching programs, Heart of Harvest, Harvest Time, uh, Living Redemptively, Building Great Leaders, Harvest Echoes, uh, Take Note. All those programs, podcasts are available on our website. And that about wraps it up for episode 250. It went by so quick, didn't it? It It's fun to have Ray's and Joe in here at Stand-Ins. Miss Lawrence, Sebastian was kind of half here. He was here in body, but he was on some pain meds for his dental work, so hopefully he'll be feeling better by next week. Listeners, thanks for staying tuned. This is Jared Baldwin, your host. It is Friday, January 16th. You're listening to Live Till 5 on 88.1 FM, KHMG, Barrigada Guam. Have a great weekend.